0: Good afternoon and welcome back to Newswire with our SU election special. Join with me now are the two candidates running for Vice President of Education and Placement, Craig McHugh and Adam Adam Hanlon. So Adam, why are you running for Vice President of Education and Placement? Okay, So one of
1: the main reasons I'm running for uh, Vice President of Education and Placement and um, we've made this clear from the start and, and when we were in hostings there during the week. Um, is that a big thing for me is that, m- you know, my course uh, law, BCL Law and Society, uh, doesn't have placement, okay, and it's something I really want to push for, as for all students at DCU uh, to have that experience. Um, you know, I've talked to people on the ground and friends of mine who are studying um, teaching and for studying nursing as well, and they get such a massive experience from their time on placement, um, so I really want to help them out. I want to work with their with the sufi- facilities that are in place uh, to kind of assist them as much as we can uh, to make their time on placement as easy as possible. We want to improve the systems that are in place, such as the portal system, and we're having a bit of a print- printing crisis at the moment. And um, to just improve those systems in place and to make sure that you know their experience on placement um, is as beneficial to them as possible.
0: Okay. And uh, Craig, same question to you then. Yeah,
2: of course. So why am I running for education and placements? Well, um, having been on the students' union for the last year, I've understood uh, the issues that are facing students uh, across the board and across um, across different faculties. Um, I'm I'm passionate and I'm, I'm driven, but there's, I'm running for the, the, the position is because I understand what issues need to be addressed, and in some cases they're quite personal. For example, um, if you if you look at the Room system going on right now. Um, in DCU, it's it's actually appalling. There's a number of students that actually cannot connect to the so-called free Wi-Fi. And the argument that I'm making really is clear: is that if you uh, if you say you have free Wi-Fi access on DCU campus, uh, on on uh, all of the campuses, you should have access to free Wi-Fi. And um, but I think I think it's very important now that um, we, we we appreciate um, all the students in all the faculties across uh, across DCU. So I'm running a particular campaign to ensure that all campuses. Uh, have presence this this year because i think in the last two years particularly due to the amalgamation of dcu st pat's and all hallows and there's been kind of a deficit of sabbatical officers in particular and their presence on all campuses so i want to push to make sure that all sabbaticals are present on all campuses
0: yeah okay so as two students who have never been on placement how are you going to fulfill this role if elected craig
2: oh i love that question um of course so this question has been put to me and adam quite quite a lot um, I see um, the concerns um, raised by a lot of students that have, that have been put to us at the last two hustings and at different and at different lecture, uh, lectures. And wh- what we what we've both said really is that placement is very important and being on placement is very good for the sense of being able to empathise with students that have been on placement. But I think the most important thing is making sure you're up to scratch and making sure you know exactly what needs to be done and knowing the issues. And I've made it clear that I having worked with Matt Davy, Manis McLaughlin and Olivia Ford, the c- current education faculty rep and the other faculty reps as well, because you have to appreciate too, placement isn't just teaching, it's intra, it's nurses, there's loads of students that go on placement. There's placement in every single faculty. Journalism students go on placement. And I mean we have to understand that too. But I've made it clear from the start that I want to work as hard as I can to not only implement my ideas but also make sure I'm up to scratch in the areas that I'm not up to scratch in because I haven't been on placement.
0: Okay, and Adam same question to you.
1: Yeah, absolutely um, yeah, as Craig said, it's something uh, we've had to deal with and it's something that's kind of developed for us now over the week and um, it's a fair question the, uh, the question's warranted, you know um, we, there is a lot of concerns um, and it's the same point, it's that people you know, are, are feeling that we won't empathise with them who have been on placement, we won't appreciate their problems we won't know about their problems um, one thing I'd say and one thing to caveat that Um, is that um, I will work extremely hard to research those problems. I will work with the people on the ground on a day-to-day basis to figure out what those problems are as they develop the problems that are already in place. Um, You know, a big thing for me is that I've I've liaised a lot with um, some of the class reps, so I know the issues that are going on. Um, So the fact that I haven't gone on a placement, okay, it's an issue for a lot of people. Um, But a point I raised during the week, and it's something that's been in my head now over the past couple of weeks, and it's that if you kind of analogise with another kind of... um, sabbatical position. So I, I made the point of, for example, the equality and welfare uh, sabbatical officer. So when someone comes before the equality and welfare sabbatical officer with a problem about their mental health, for example, so say if they come before with an issue of depression or an issue of anxiety, okay, the equality and welfare officer isn't necessarily going to go, w- will have gone through that phase and they won't have the personal experience that that person has, has had. But I can guarantee that they'll have done their research. Okay, and that they will know the issues, and they will be able to kind of alleviate those issues as best as they can, mm-hmm. and that's what I can promise to do is that I, I will work hard to do my research and to alleviate the problems that come before me if I'm elected as education and placement somatic okay. officer.
0: Okay. Um. So there, ha- uh, the lack of SU representation in St. Pat's has been a serious issue with the course of the uh, amalgamation, especially with the t- uh, current SU. There, a lot of students are not happy uh, with how the offices are. A lot of the time, they're left empty. So, how will you represent these students better in the past than previous SUs have, um, Adam?
1: Okay, so yeah, uh, like a major issue, and it's it's been coming up in my head as well, and it seems to be on the ground as well. Okay, is that, you know, we are getting a new um, kind of hub building built on the Glass and campus. Okay, and a fear that you know uh, St. Pat's campus students are having, and All Hallows campus students are having, is that will the SU sabbatical officers get stuck in that new building and get you know involved in that hype and you know all these new clean fresh offices you know that we won't want to branch out and leave okay so what i can promise is is that as an extension of education placement you're essentially the St. Pat's campus representative okay f- for the education faculty and um, there is an SU on the Pat's campus and i can promise that i will spend you know as much time as i need to spend in Glasnevin as i do in St. Pat's okay so there's interest students in Glasnevin Okay, that needs the attention um, also and then there's teaching students and education students in St. Pat's that also need that representation I, I will give my time to both, I will give equal time to both because I feel like that's what needs to be done, it's the position of education in placement there is an intra and displacement and attention needs to be given to both and I will absolutely guarantee that I will be a presence on
2: St. Pat's campus if I'm elected and Craig? Yeah, absolutely. Um, having been on exec for the last year, I can, I can absolutely vouch for the, the current exec in that they've, they've made a significant effort and I suppose significant strides to Im- improve the representation on paths, but it absolutely has not been enough. And I think the reality is, is that, the, as, as Adam has mentioned already, the education uh, and placement uh, sabbatical has sort of become the sabbatical of St. Patrick's campus. What I've been saying really is, you know, you have five sabbatical officers, whether you're based in Pats, All Hallows or Glasnevin, and you should have access to those five sabbatical officers. Well, seven of them won't be trained in welfare and equality issues. We won't be trained Uh, to deal with sustainability issues so you need to have those officers down there so what I'm going to do is I've talked to the other candidates and uh, they are all there's a consensus that more needs to be done but what will I do Um, I pretty much I think Adam has said it has said it best fixed office hours are absolutely necessary to make sure that they're there but we also have to be realistic too and that there's a number of campaigns going what I want to make sure is that when there are campaigns going there are office hours involved too because there's a level of engagement from students and this year's been quite low and that's based you know on events and meetings and whatnot but there's a serious responsibility on sabbatical officers specifically in our role to make sure that our office door is always open but also that that office has someone inside of it because if it doesn't have someone inside of it you're just looking at a pretty door and and, and, and a nice-looking chair that you might swing around on and that's no help
0: one uh, suggestion that were a few say past students uh, mentioned on at the hustings on Tuesday was a possible sign-in so that they know that they're SU sabbaticals because they felt very underrepresented with the current two um, sabbaticals so would you be open to signing in and out not just for yourselves but with the incoming SU so the incoming welfare officer present how would you, how would you feel about that
2: absolutely
1: yeah absolutely like you know I mean um, if you talk just in general about public accountability you know you need to know when your representative is going to be there and when they can help you out so if there's, a system in place, if there's a system in place where we can let the students know, okay, I'm going to be here at this time, you know, um, as best we can and as reasonable as we can, you know, of course there will be times where things will come up, you know, um, of major importance and, you know, we, we might miss an hour, you know. But if we can have a system in place, of course, where we can sign in, we can allow these students to know that, okay, if you have a problem, you can come now I'm going to be here for, f- you know, the errors that I'm supposed to be here for um, and to get the problem solved. Yeah, it's all about being on the ground. It's all about being able to represent the students that, that vote for you to represent them.
2: Craig? Yeah, I hundred percent agree with Adam, and I'd even go into uh, taking a step to work with the um with with the institutional side of the Students Union to develop something on the Students Union website that allows people to know where each um where when you sign in where each sabbatical officer is. So let's say we we sign in um on St Pat's campus, so students can go oh is Craig or is Adam down there, and then you can go in, so you don't have to you know make the trek mm-hmm. up to Glass Seven or down to Pat's to to get to get your officer.
0: Okay, so currently on uh facebook there's been a campaign running uh to encourage students uh, to vote for reopen uh for nominations for this for this position this is primarily due to the fact from the consensus of the manifesto that neither of you have past experience of placement or intra even so what are your thoughts on that on how you will hopefully if you are successful enough to beat this campaign or do you think it will uh the majority will vote for that
2: yeah well um my manifesto was developed um in coordination with class reps from all faculties and I made a particular effort specifically for the education faculty because a lot of the job primarily concerns them and if you look at my manifesto um I ad- would actually have to disagree to to say that n- neither uh, Adams or my manifestos um you know empathize with placement issues within the education faculty you know I've one of my key points is an SU placement shop and this will help uh, students uh, going out in placement to 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 alleviate the pressure of having going into town to avail of their resources. You know their copybooks, their materials, their paper plates, uh, their poly pockets, etc. To have them available on the St. Pat's campus. Um, and I mean, uh, I've I've worked it, I've worked with Olivia Ford and Matt Davy for the past year. The current education rep and the current sabbatical. Uh, in the, the position that I'm running for now. So I have enough experience uh, to do that. And the final thing I say is, is this is the RON campaign, essentially, already. I mean, this uh, a fantastic candidate, Keane Houston, put himself forward for the position, um, but unfortunately uh, had, to, had to drop out due to personal circumstances. So myself and Adam put ourselves forward. The uh, nominations were open for over a week, mm. um, and th- we were the candidates that put ourselves forward. We're the candidates that want to help. So what I would say is to any student you know maybe vote vote for the candidate that wants to help rather Mm. than have another election and you know waste more people's time and adam
1: absolutely um so of course there's going to be concerns you know um neither me or craig have have gone on intra won't go on intra or haven't been on placement and won't go on placement but um if you just take a step back from it for a second and and it's it's the same point that craig has made uh, in relation to you know the wrong campaign you know exactly it's exactly the same point you know it's the same point me and Craig of Medden actually talked about this and it's uh, we're coming up with the same kind of you know arguments a- against the uh, reopen nominations campaign is that we want to represent the students you know um it's not just something we jumped on at an opportunity where we saw that you know the campaign was open so we're like oh here's a free job like you know give me some free money like you know i want to run for this position the manifestos are well thought out i believe okay and we've we've liaised with the, with the appropriate people okay so i've you know i've really strong connections with the with class reps on the ground and and i liaised with them because i wanted to know the problems i wanted to put enough research into this position so I was confident enough myself to be able to go out to the people and talk about this stuff. I, won't, I wouldn't go out and talk about something that I didn't actually believe in. You know what I mean? I wouldn't just personally wouldn't be able to do it. So I put the time in to learn about the problems that are facing the placement and the interest students. And I feel that, you know, it's the same point. Choose a candidate you, that you believe will best represent your issues. OK, so, you know, if you're going to reopen the nominations again, an argument that has come before me is that, you know, it's saying what, what I said, it's that you're just running for the sake of it because they reopen, they re-open the nominations um, if you reopen re- the nominations again, you can of course make that exact same argument. You know, we put ourselves forward to represent the students. I'm a big advocate for student representation; and it needs to be done. And m- myself and Craig, you know, whoever you vote for, um, you know, we, you're voting for someone who will fight and who will work for you to be represented and for your interests to be represented.
0: That actually, kind of comes with my next question for you, Adam. Uh, so, in the manifesto for the wrong campaign, they uh, state that you're o- one of the statements. Is that because your slogan is give this guy one more year <sighs> that that's one of the main reasons what you're running. So what would your response be to that then?
1: Um I, I saw that during the week there and um it kind of took me back a bit, um, because it's not actually my slogan. Okay, um if you look at every single post that I've put up on my Facebook page or my Instagram or my friends' Instagram who've shared the page, There was one post that was made by my campaign manager, who is a personal friend of mine, okay, and she believes that I will represent the students really well, and she believes that I should have another year to represent the students, okay, that's never been a slogan campaign, I don't have a slogan campaign, okay, I ran this um, campaign on the merits of my manifesto and on the merits of my personal experience with working with societies and working with people on the ground is that I believe I can best represent the students so in terms of a slogan uh, for just you know I think it was like hashtag give this guy one more year yeah. um, I, I think it's kind of it's almost clutching at straws okay you're well entitled mm-hmm. to have you know your campaign for reopen nominations okay it's, it's something that myself has had to deal with something that Craig has had to deal with but to kind of cherry pick you know i i feel like it kind of undermines the argument for the reopen nominations campaign okay perhaps look into the manifesto more if there's a point you disagree with disagree with me on the point you know it it, that was simply a post that was made Mm -hmm. by a personal friend of mine who's my campaign manager on the facebook page to say that i deserve another year to represent students it's nothing got to do with me wanting another year of college life
2: and okay. if you don 't mind me actually supporting Adam on that point as well i't yeah, um, uh, like that that's i mean the, the there is a particular post put up by the campaign um and what what myself and Adam have agreed to is is we want to talk about the issues that the wrong campaign is putting forward. uh we want to talk with them, we want to debate them, but it's myself and Adam that are debating the issues let 's make this campaign about the issues, and let 's not make it about having. Another election and I mean also the thing is there's no port of reply here either for us you know you can spread fake news you can spread yeah. you know fake facts I mean there's facts going around saying I, I don't spend any time on the Pats campus as yeah, faculty rep. That was also part I, of the Royal I, Manifesto. Yeah um, and I yeah I, I spend a significant amount of time yeah. uh, like one of like one of the candidates uh, for faculty rep this year for humanities um, is from Pats campus and I think it's from you know con- constantly touching base with people based in Pats and All Hallows and Class mm-hmm. 7 so I mean there's a lot of fake stuff going on and I mean personal attacks as well has been put on Adam. I wouldn't call it a specific attack, but almost, you know, investigating his personal life. I think that's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so one last question then for you, Craig. It's just Going back to what you said earlier, in your manifesto, one of your main promises is to set up a placement shop. But once again, the wrong campaign have come back, stating Mm. that there was a previous placement shop, but that it stunk the SU finances and it only lasted three weeks. So how are you going to better and improve the possibility of a placement shop then?
2: Absolutely, of course. So uh, it will be um, tactical. So as in we will will, uh, set the placement shop up uh, for times whereby um, students are going out on placement. So specific times where, where they are going at, placement. when students aren't uh, on placement, and there isn't demand for this the um, the resources and the services, um, we will you know our quarter 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 um, investment into into the shop, and it's a very basic setup. It will be the same help desk that is there. Uh, at the students union won 't require any extra staff it'll just require the purchasing of bulk materials and I can tell you once it 's publicized properly, and I think with social media and proper engagement with students and proper engagement class reps we can make uh, we can make students aware of it uh, that it's there i think it's making awareness as well, making students know you can buy this here um and and that 's how we'll that's how we 'll deal with that
0: okay and then for Adam as well as part of your manifesto you stated that you wanted to reduce the yearly fee for those on placement so how would how would that be administered then in the incoming year if you are elected
1: okay so that's that's an issue of um, being an advocate and being a strong voice in representing the students okay so uh, I believe that you know and I've heard this from class rep councils and my friends in class rep councils is that it's a major issue for students um, when they're not you know availing of the kind of university facilities they, they still have to pay the 3043 euro they feel that that's unfair okay so what I wanna do is I wanna lead that voice. I wanna be the voice in that lead to be able to push and to see what you know how we can go about solving that problem, you know, whether it be more subsidies, you know, like that. And in general just to kind of take away from the pressure of the students that are on placement, you know, um with the tuition fees it also goes with, you know, um costs of printing. So they don't have their subsidy for printing anymore, basically, like, you know, and I know myself as an access student and a student that avails the SUSE grant, is that money's tight all the time for all students, you know, it it's, it isn't just a kind of small minority of students that don't have the money, okay, it's and that's what I've learned on the ground, is that students are struggling in general, like, you know, especially when you're, um, let's go back now to teaching placement, and when you have lesson plans um, to print, okay, so when you spend your whole week on your placement um, in, in the classroom and on the ground working, and you have to spend then your Friday and Saturday working out your lesson plans, getting them together, typing them out, right, and printing them out, it's coming out of your own pocket, essentially, you know what I mean, so for for us to kind of work on you know just making that placement time easier for students and making their experience and and for them to get the most out of that experience you know for if they have a good time on placement if they enjoy their placement if they're and if we facilitate their placement as much as they can they will get a lot more out of it than if they're stressed all the time if they're you know trying to figure out how am i going to make ends meet here you know with the costs so i'll be a lead voice on that you know from my experience with um, DCU access and, and they do fantastic work you know if we can somehow work with them you know see what we can do see how, how we can make it easier for students it's it's definitely something that um, I can fight for and I can be a lead voice on.
0: Okay and the last question for both of you now with less than 24 hours until voting is closed what do you want to say to those voters who are unsure or people who are not sure whether they'll go for Ron or yourself so what would your last uh, speech then for those uh, those voters? Yeah
2: absolutely um, well I, I'd like to say that I'm experienced. I know what works and what doesn't work within the Students' Union. My manifesto is realistic and my manifesto exists. It's a manifesto that is, that is there and I'm an individual that wants to help. I've been putting my foot forward as a class rep from day one of first year and now I seriously want to invest my time um, into this position. I'm very passionate about the issues. My running wasn't opportunistic. I wanted to run for this position next year or the position of academic affairs. I have a lot of experience as a student activist. I've been a student activist since the age of 16. I know how to speak and I know that one voice can change a room. And I think that's very important that you know, you keep up the pressure. And one thing, a la- the last thing I will say is I see the Students' Union as, uh, and it might sound cringy, but I see it as a big hammer. You know, knocking up against the wall and eventually you'll either knock down the wall or you'll knock a brick or two out of it and year on year you have to keep pushing because this university is a fantastic institution but there's a lot of things that need to be done and it requires students to get up and say that they need to be done and it requires students to keep up getting saying, uh, keep getting up and saying that things need to be done so that's why I would uh, vote for myself for, for Craig for education and placement.
1: Yeah. Um, listen, at the end of the day I'm here because I want to represent the students um, it's it's a campaign I've talked about for a while. It wasn't just something I jumped on. Okay, I've been I've been liaising uh, with my campaign manager, who's also um, she ha- she does play a major role in rep Council. She's very involved in rep Council. We've sat down and we've we've talked through the manifesto, and we believe it's a manifesto that can work. We believe it's a manifesto that can you know tackle issues that are actually happening. And um, personally, I believe I do have the drive. I have the experience. You know, as as time gone through, and and as I've I've kind of lived that DCU experience, I've gained so much from actually interacting uh, with the college you know and and that's really a big thing for me is to push interaction so your placement is a form of interaction okay so you know when you're out there and you're getting that experience it really adds to your kind of classroom learning so it's something I believe that I can really push for I have the experience from societies Uh, I've been heavily involved in societies I'm I I play a major role in law society I know how these things work um, and you know I can be that driving voice Um, and 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 just one more thing I want to say then as well is that there has been a lot of negativity around this campaign um, but myself and Craig you know, have seen it ourselves, that there is positives about it mm-hmm. you know, just from being on the ground, talking to students, being in classes, talking to students, talking to faculty representatives talking uh, to class reps talking to lecturers um, You know, there is a need for student representation and they want that representation so what I'd encourage them to go out and do now is to go on to Loop vote for the candidate that, that they believe will do the best job for them um, and I'd like them to vote for Adam for education placement
0: Thank you very much Now that was Craig Hugh and Adam Hadlam For Education and Placement To keep up for more election news You can follow DCUFM News on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram